This is the relaunching of the Here's an Idea podcast. Welcome to all listeners old and new. I am Woodrow Bellamy III, the senior editor for Tech Briefs, Aerospace, Defense, and Photonics publications. Here's an Idea is a podcast series from Tech Briefs that showcases today's most innovative technologies. Editors such as myself lead conversations with inventors and highlight their early prototypes, early challenges, and design lessons learned along the way. The podcast took a brief break last year, but is now back in production. On this episode, I have a very exciting topic for the Here's an Idea audience with a look at how artificial intelligence and machine learning could be integrated into future avionic systems. The guest on today's episode is the founder of Dedalion, which is a company based in Switzerland that has developed certifiable artificial intelligence and machine learning for aircraft systems. They have been very active in the aviation industry in, ver- in recent years, including fight- flight testing and autopilot system that uses neural network software. While there have been a number of research and development projects looking at integrating artificial intelligence and machine learning into commercial and military aircraft systems, currently there still has not been a machine learning application that has been certified by civil aviation regulators. Although the European Aviation Safety Agency has been working with Dedalian to develop a path towards certifying the use of artificial intelligence and machine learning within safety critical avionics systems, such as flight management computers, autopilots, or other communication, navigation, or surveillance systems. In February, one of the largest silicon manufacturers in the world, Intel, jointly published a new white paper with Dedalian that provides a reference architecture that makes it easier for companies to incorporate what they have coined as situational intelligence or the ability not only to understand and make sense of an aircraft's current environment and situation along its flight path, but also anticipate and react to future situations in the cockpit. After years of working with algorithms for this machine learned technology and testing the components on various equipment in the lab and onboard aircraft in flight testing, Dedalian came to understand how the application capabilities can be enabled, starting from the silicon, and that's why we'll be discussing that topic with the co-founder of Dedalian on this episode. Welcome to the Here's an Idea podcast. Uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. Why don't we just start for those who are unfamiliar in our audience with just a little bit of background to your name, job title, and role with Dedalian. Uh, okay. My name is Luc van Dijk. Um, I am the founder and CEO of Dedalian. Uh, I started the company about six years ago to try to bridge the uh, cultural gap between uh, modern computer vision, deep learning, robotics uh, on the one side and the world of certified safety critical avionics on the other side. Uh, and today uh, I preside over about 100 people who know exactly how we're going to do that. Excellent. So, you know, I've been following Dedalian and some of the work you've been doing for many different years, uh, have talked to you in the past and, you know, observed the recent recently published uh, joint 
white paper that Intel did with Dedalian aimed at providing a foundation for integrating certifiable artificial intelligence into avionics systems, which is what Dedalian is all about. And, uh, you know, for engineers from avionics or aircraft OEMs who might be reading that new white paper, um, can you kind of just give them an overview of, you know, how does that provide a path for eventually incorporating certifiable AI into safety critical systems? Right. So uh, thanks, first of all, for your kind words. And yes, we've talked a lot over the past years. And mostly we've talked about this new concept of applying machine learning to safety critical avionics, because back in 2016, general belief was nobody knows how a neural network or something like that would even work. So let alone that you can certify it because knowing how it works is really a basic step. So we talked a lot about how we work on providing guarantees that the emergent behavior of a neural network or similar machine learned component, you know, can be treated in the same way you can treat other components of, um, uh, items of uh, design items of uh, an avionic system. Um, over the years, we found that while we were working on that, actually the underlying basis for that is not trivial at all because uh, we need a lot of computing power to send, for example, um, 12 megapixel images uh, at a high frame rate through a computer. That requires a lot more processing power than you've typically had to have in your doll A flight control computer, um, because compared to uh, controlling um, an, uh, even a large number of control surfaces uh, is a relatively low dimensional problem. And it, the computations are relatively straightforward. You know, the, the engineering hard part is to make them safe and reliable, but the computation power is, is typically rather uh, modest. So we found that it's incredibly hard to get a good computing platform and to get software that actually computes uh, these these high volume pixel manipulation things uh, at sufficient quality. So now that we got the pieces of the puzzle together, we thought it would be good to have a white paper that describes all the three parts of the stack. So that that includes that's the hardware that we compute on, that's the software that runs the algorithms, and then there's the neural network bit, the machine learned bit that has this uh, novel type of behavior that we want to harness for for good purpose. So the the collaboration with Intel uh, was really around their Tiger Lake processor. It has an official name, uh, but we refer to it as the Tiger Lake. And what's brilliant about it is that it comes with a massive pile of documentation that allows you to use it in a certified product. Uh, so we wanted to highlight the combination of that with our software, with the machine learning. Uh, to you know, show the world. Listen, it's uh, the whole package is doable, not just a bit that we've already been uh, going on about for a couple of years. And you know, uh, just kind of a follow-up question to what you mentioned there, and what what's kind of outlined in this white paper when you talk about having certifiable AI for avionic systems. Uh, what type of aircraft are you talking about? Is it you know, right. you know, air taxis or or you know, right. even air transport? Uh, so uh, when we started the company, we were inspired by the uh, advent of the large amounts of eVTOL projects. Uh, in the course of the year, we have added uh, Part 23 in smaller aircraft where we think that there's a lot of headroom for safety to our explicit uh, marketing goals. I think Part 25 is not broken. 
so it's you know it's the last thing I would fix. But in anything smaller, uh, having an extra pair of eyes operated by a computer uh, can definitely have a massive safety benefit. So two example applications that we uh, described in the past and that we are actively working on bringing to market on an architecture as described in the white paper are visual landing guidance and visual traffic detection. Um, so human pilots in smaller aircraft, be it helicopters or uh, small, small aircraft, um, small, small fixed wing aircraft, routinely land on anything that looks sufficiently like a runway and uh, with no ground infrastructure whatsoever. Uh, so if you want to make a system that does that, then GPS is a bit of a dangerous um, component uh, in the safety critical universe. Uh, but, but your eyes are perfectly capable of doing this reliably. So a computer vision system that could harness this new machine learning type of thing to find a runway reliably uh, and guide you to a safe touchdown is obviously a massive benefit that could uh, in increase safety uh, a lot on, on these small aircraft. Same with visual traffic detection. As your, your audience is probably well aware, part 91.113 says that irregardless of your flying uh, IFR or VFR, if conditions are visual, each pilot shall remain vigilant and look out the window. There's currently no instrument that actually does that. So you have to have a human with a Mark I eyeball uh, and that has some known performance deficiencies, even though it's perfectly legal. So if you want to build a computer that can take that over, then you're going to need, first of all, you're going to need a machine learning component because it's very hard to do this in any other way. Then you're going to need hardware that is sufficiently performant, and then you have to have nice aviation-grade D0178C software to, um, to glue it all together, uh, and then profit. Interesting. And now, you know, kind of back to this white paper, and the white paper gives an example of what you described, a vision-based situational awareness system that leverages right. neural networks. If you think about these components within the actual aircraft, you know, within within an electrical bay or, you know, just within the aircraft architecture, could you take our audience through what are those individual components right. and how are they enabling, you know, that neural network within an in-flight scenario? Uh, right. So it starts with a, a high-definition camera. Um, and this camera has to be optimized for machine vision and not for making a pretty picture for the pilot. So that means that, you know, built-in motion compensation or anything that makes it a nice smooth picture, you know, just gets in the way of what we're trying to do. So we have pretty raw pixels. We have uh, 4,096 by 3,000 uh, pixels. Uh, we use actually a color camera because there's information in the color. That gets over a high-speed Coex Express link pumped to uh, the central box, uh, which can take in four of these data streams. Then uh, in this box, there's a line card which uses an FPGA to uh, take the frames out and do some basic image enhancements with entirely classical uh, algorithms. And then it runs our proprietary neural network accelerator, which we developed in-house because, uh, unfortunately, we're not in a position where we can use GPUs, which is everybody else uses, because they don't typically come with the certifiable um, uh, documentation uh, required. So we have this uh, beefy FPGA that does this neural network acceleration and the neural network extracts semantic information from the image. So it can see, you know, given this pile of pixels, where's the runway or where's an aircraft? These are the two main examples. 
then that goes uh, to the central uh, Tiger Lake processor, which has four cores, which can take these uh, the results from the neural network and put them in a giant map, a giant in a map of uh, what it thinks the world looks like, uh, which includes places that are safe to go to and places that are dangerous, so that you should go away from them. Um, and with that, that's what we mean with situational awareness. It's uh, it's a map with your beliefs around the world which helps you to get to a safer understanding of the world. Then this box, uh, we're currently designing all of this to uh, Dal C uh, for you know, first market entry, but um, uh, with a path to, to go higher later. Uh, the output of this box is uh, can go, um, uh, it can provide an ADSB target list, just like your ADSB uh, receiver, what have you. So it's fully compatible with that. So we can display it on the same kind of display as you have your current uh, ADSB displayed, what we'll just add is all the targets that your uh, receiver didn't show because they don't have a transponder or they are birds or they are unidentified balloons, uh, stuff like that. Um, for the runway landing guidance, we can output over ARINC 429 uh, guidance vector. And if you plug it into your autopilot, you will hit the runway roughly where you intended. Um, and you can couple that to all kinds of landing algorithms. Uh, if you want. So our box itself outputs pretty straightforward signals based on what it distills from the computer vision. Interesting. Yeah. And so if you're an engineer listening, there you have it. He just laid out how you can, you know, enable this really exciting technology. Um, so, in, you know, Luke, going back to, again, the white paper, currently there have, there still have not been any machine learning applications certified by civil aviation regulators as you both mentioned in this white paper, right. how does the reference architecture address the key regulatory challenges faced by developers who would be looking to leverage this, this architecture to gain certification for future you know, machine learning right. applications? So, uh, so the short answer is it doesn't, <laughs> or it doesn't completely, it doesn't solve the whole puzzle. Uh, what we wanted to show in this white paper is that, uh, so there's three components to this. There is the machine learning component, which which is new, this is a new type of technology, that, and getting that to certify uh, to, to to get certified by FAA and EASA is a separate track. Uh, but that work would be completely useless if we didn't have a foundation on uh, high performance software and high performance hardware. And what we want to show is that even though you know what you would normally pull off the shelf. Is, uh, is a, a so-called GPU, a graphical processor, a graphic processor unit, uh, which you know are, are, are used a lot in automotive and in all kinds of uh, commercial uh, applications. But these are unfortunately off limits for safety critical use in aviation. And so what we showed in the white paper is that with the Tiger Lake and uh, suitable FPGA, you can actually build uh, a hardware and software platform on which you can run these algorithms. And then um, uh, we've done, over the past couple of years, we've done some projects with uh, both EASA and the FAA on how to certify that bit. Um, EASA published the first usable guidance for uh, applications of machine learning in safety critical avionics. Uh, and we're following that. Currently, we're in, a, in an STC project uh, with the FAA that uh, uses as a, an issue paper um, uh, this exact uh, methodology that we laid out with EASA. So um, we're trying to uh, get through that process. Uh, we're learning a lot. 
um, that's on the basis of hardware that in itself is certifiable. So I guess our main message to the world was it's possible. So, and we think it's in, in our interest that it's, and in the whole industry's interest, that it becomes known that these things are possible. Uh, so that we don't, you know, when we discuss this, bump into a massive wall of, oh, but certainly that's never going to be possible. Because <laughs> that's not helping anyone. And that's exactly why we wanted to catch up with you today on the podcast, Luke. So thanks for coming on for Here's an Idea and educating our audience on the uh, possibilities of artificial intelligence for avionic systems. Thank you very much. If you'd like to provide some feedback about this episode or even to suggest future guests, please email me at woodrow.bellamy at saemediagroup.com. You can listen to this podcast at techbriefs.com slash podcast or on your favorite podcast app such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thanks for checking out this episode and look out for more coverage of exciting new technologies on the next episode of Here's an Idea.